Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I was going to come with a real catchy, like, you know, intro, but it's Monday night, and we all know what the hell that means. It's Monday, it means how are we still sane enough to watch three hours of Raw? Dude, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Roundtable Pros and Podcast. I'm your with a franchise player, Double B, Bad Blood, joined by the mixologist himself, Mr. Chemical Julian, and that dude down there, Shane, in the chair. And look, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to shoot this shit tonight. No? Like really? we come on here and we we come on here and we're excited to be on here every Monday night and we're putting it over and we're so happy. Look, ladies and gentlemen, we have spent a total of seven freaking hours on WWE. Yeah, you know what? It has amounted to fucking nothing. <laughs> I was gonna call it like it is. Um, Survivor Series, biggest pop of Survivor Series. Shane McMahon, what? <clears throat> Royal Rumble. Yeah, Royal Rumble. Same yeah. shit. That's how bad it was. That's um, exactly how bad it was. Don't insult my brother that way, okay? Okay, let's call a spade a spade, ladies and gentlemen. The Royal Rumble was as lackluster as Shane on a bottle of Blue Chew. Oh, man. I, I mixed up. No hey, blue, hey, blue Chew so, is about you. Hey, yep. so as, as big a fan as I am of the Royal Rumble and how it's typically like my number one, just a hair behind Mania every year. Right. I was disappointed this year. And, and let me oh, tell you why goodness. I was disappointed. Was not disappointed in seeing Bobby Lashley win. Not at all. And Glad to see him become champion. Screwjob finish. <clears throat> why the screwjob happened, that made sense because it advanced the storyline between Roman Reigns <clears throat> and Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar. Fine. Um, the stuff with Seth Rollins coming down just as the shield and all that, that was great. And it was that. really great. Oh, that was awesome. Um, the the do drop match. <clears throat> I mean, eh, whatever. It was meh. Um, but I'm gonna tell you this. My biggest gripe about the Royal Rumble what? was the two Rumble matches, and my biggest gripe is that there were a number of spots wasted on people that were not there. <clears throat> and when I say people not there, I mean, we were missing Finn Balor. Cesaro. Jinder Mahal. Veer. Um, yeah. I mean, just any number of it. The fact that once again, we had Brock Lesnar come in and clean the house. Uh, there was really no reason for Shane McMahon to be in there. I'll say that. Oh, well, well, wait, but, but let, me, let me tell you why, why. Let me tell you why. So it was reported today on various news sites. Shane McMahon booked the Rumble. He was the agent that booked the Rumble. Yeah. The producer that the produced best it. in the world, and, Shane McMahon. And he wanted so badly to win the Rumble that he kept politicking to win the Rumble. Oh, and dang. he politicked his way into being in the top, four, the last four of the Rumble. Oh. So once again, the McMahons are ruining the shit that they built. I tried telling them not to you do know, it. They say Rome wasn't built in a day. Well, the WWE can be destroyed in a day with horrible booking decisions like this. The one pay-per-view a year where it's supposed to be about surprises, where it's supposed to be about, about excitement and non-predictability. You pre Ladies and gentlemen, let me, put you this way. Buddy. let me put you this way. This show was so predictable. It Very. was so predictable 
that your boy retained his championship <laughs> 51 to 50. I'm just saying, still My the prediction champion the franchise. Predictions warfare between the both of you. It was dead and dead on. I will say, I will say, Shane, Julian swooped up on me, and I was like, "Bro, back up, Julian! Like, damn, how you get so? How you get so fast? Yeah, you know." <laughs> I'm ahead. Like, but before we go any, any before we go into in depth, before we get any further into this, yeah, I gotta give a shout out to my boy, the Kraken. Okay. Kraken showed up last night to Beast to be Worldwide. Super fan. Um, there, there comes a time in, in in the world of professional wrestling where once you're family, you're always family. And a mm. gentleman by the name of Todd hit me up today and said, how can I help make BCW Worldwide better? How? As we, as we sat and talked for a while, I realized he is a UPW alumnus just like myself. Okay. He's ultimate pro wrestling down in Southern California, the, the feeding ground to the WWE. Mm-hmm. Every person that worked there was under developmental for WWE, and I was fortunate to be one of those guys. And... Todd happened to be a gentleman from UPW. So welcome aboard the BCW Worldwide family, Todd. And shout out to your boy, the Kraken, because uh, he is All Kraken. Right. And um, he likes the Rock and Fella Foundation, which he shows he has great taste. Um, also, you know, he, he loves he, he loves uh, the new, the BCW No Limits uh, Hardcore Champion. Really? Boy, Cosmo. So oh, I did. You come the Cos- this Sunday. Cosmo's right there. You come this Sunday, and I'll tell Cosmo to. Well, I'm fighting Cosmo this Sunday. Damn it, I can't do that. Um, maybe you can get in the. You're uh, in the middle of all the all the look, family look, warfare. I'm not, tr- I'm not trying to be in the middle of the love triangle between Buddy Highway like, why you can't just and Just Exciting. So they're gonna fight this weekend. I'm gonna make sure it's a fair fight. Just hugging out. Hey, I'm not hugging nobody. I can <laughs> hug you, like Shane. I'm not hugging you, bro. Why not? Stop asking. Stop asking. I keep messaging you on Facebook. Stop, to, Stop. To, dude! To hug. You're over here Come sending on. me Friendster requests, sending me your no. your OnlyFans link. I don't want to no see hugs. it. <laughs> no, Damn it! Hug, hug that taco pass, Shane. Man, so, yeah, I'm trying to get the tacos <laughs> trucks, and you're over here trying to give me hugs. No, man, no hugs. Okay, Shane, no hugs. Uh-oh. Anyway, well, ladies and gentlemen. Well, since Bailey's not using our hug, hugs giving, I gotta, gotta use it's that. Good, brother. It's all good. <laughs> but seriously, this this lackluster Royal Rumble, man. Um, Shane McMahon, Paul taking his way in. Brock Lesnar, re, re. Okay. I don't want to talk about the Rumble. It was just that bad. Let's talk about this Elimination Chamber qualifica- qualification match. And Saudi. <clears throat> or let's talk about how Brock Lesnar came out there and dropped an F bomb and an S bomb. Yeah, where they yeah. where he said multiple swears that they blurted out like the past three minutes of it. It was like at a BCW show, like <laughs> even though the rating said TV fourteen, but we're not we're not gonna mention that. Hey man, these fourteen year olds these days are grown. They know, they know something. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, so he, here's the thing. I think after the rumble, everybody sat down in the back and they were like. Hey man, we really dropped the ball on things this year. We got to go out on Raw and we got to make it up to the fans and we got to yep. give them some decent matches. So, we actually got The Miz versus um, Dominic Mysterio. That's not the match I was talking about. Uh, oh, I was going to say, that sure wasn't it. We got uh, that, the Awesome Theory match. That was good. Uh, we got the Seth Rollins, or we had Seth Rollins declare himself. Um, we had Riddle and Otis, which 
I mean, but, shit, Otis was out there doing his thing. Yeah. Randy. And then we had AJ Styles versus uh, Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. Now, that was a highlight of the night. Rey Mysterio, now, AJ Styles. That was a Monday Night Raw main event match. Now, I will that. tell you. It should have been a main event match. You know? The... Uh, the the Matt Riddle Otis match was really good and Otis was showcasing himself. <clears throat> but that turtle on the back shaky pin was re fucking ridiculous. Most ever seen move of all time. Uh, I can't get up. Uh, I'm just a Batman on my back. Yeah, what do he, I do? he really kicked out and ended with the with the floating bro, but you know. I will say this. I'm not very happy at all. No. That Riddle is in the fucking elimination chamber. He wants Brock. He really wants I'm not Brock happy Hunter. at all that Austin Theory is in Austin. the elimination chamber. And I'm going to tell you why I'm not happy about that. My boy, Austin. I want you to tell me right now, Shane, you're the guy in the chair. You're the guy who pulls all this shit up. Tell me who is in the elimination chamber match. Oh, my God. We got Austin Theory. Well, hold on. I, don't even, I don't even want to do predictions warfare for this show. I'll put you. I don't even want to do it for this show. Not not for not for the elimination chamber. No, because I'm going to tell you who's going to win. Brock Lesnar's going to win. Yeah, it's going to be a very predictable elimination. And chamber. Brock Lesnar's going to win. And he's not going to be Bobby Lashley. He'll probably mm-hmm. pin Austin Theory. We're not going to ever get the Bobby. We're never we're not going to ever get the 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 uh, Brock Lesnar versus Matt Riddle interaction at all, really, because that the interaction he had in Rumble was what thirty seconds. And it was a it was right. a good thirty seconds. I enjoyed so, it. So. <laughs> Let's go over the guys in the Elimination Chamber. All right. So we got Riddle, Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, Austin Theory, and AJ Styles. Okay. Now, in your honest opinion, I'm going to ask you first, Julian. In your honest opinion, who does not belong in this fucking match? And why? Um, Okay. Miz doesn't belong. (laughs) This <laughs> is not in that match. Yeah, he is. No, this is not in the elimination chamber. Do I need to repeat it? That's how bad the elimination chamber is. You thought Miz was in it. He Austin Theory is who you're thinking about. <laughs> Austin Theory. <laughs> okay, who okay. who's the elimination chamber? All right, Go ahead, Shane, him again. Say it again. R- Riddle. Yep. Seth Rollins. Yep. Brock Lesnar. Bobby Lashley. Austin Theory. And AJ Styles. Hmm, all right. Did okay, you thought that Dominic the, Mysterio and the Miz was a qualifying who, match? Who is yeah, the yeah. least person that needs to be in this match, and why? Well, awesome theory. I mean, he's just like a—he's—he's a, he's a throwaway. How dare you talk to my boy like that? Okay. I mean, so, so uh, even if they want to do. Youngest champion, up and comer. I mean, nah, he's not going to get it. I mean, they would give it to Mas- Randy Orton's gimmick. Him, yeah. Um, it, first of all, <laughs> it, advances, it advances no storylines, and especially going into Mania, it advances no storylines. Yes. Um, Seth Rollins winning would advance a storyline. Matt Riddle winning would give Nothing. you Riddle versus um, Roman. Um. um yeah, exactly. um, in a like a, a throwback to the old uh, evolution days, like hey, you have the title, I want the title, you don't deserve the title, kind of thing. But there would be no way for them to really set that up because he wouldn't necessarily deserve a shot. I don't know. 
Um, Seth Rollins, if Seth Rollins won it and you ended up with somehow Seth versus Brock versus Roman Reigns, it would be a, a repeat of WrestleMania 31 so that Roman could retain and get his get his get back. Um, but yeah, Austin Theory does not belong in this match. No. Okay. So Austin Theory does not belong in this match. Now Vince right. McMahon is crying in the corner because we all say no to Austin Theory. Okay, so I want you to think about this for a second. Austin Theory is the least inept for this type of match. And I'm not shooting shit on him. I'm not saying he's a horrible wrestler. No, he's, he's not the person that should not be in this fucking match. Now, AJ Styles, AJ Styles should be in this match because yeah. he he's AJ Styles is one of those guys that deserves to be in something this big. Correct. He's you know he he's a he's a a, a plus player. He's a star. So yes, he deserves to be in this type of match. <sighs> Matt Riddle. Matt well, Riddle is a comic tag team wrestler. He is not serious enough to be in a situation where the world championship should be strapped around his fucking waist. Yo, but check this out. There's a he's new story of, going around saying that Matt Riddle. There's a story going around saying that Matt Riddle was supposed to win slated to win the rumble. Okay, so let's talk about that because there's a story going around that's been collaborated by several different notable sources that the WWE changed the booking 50 times this last week. Correct. 50 times. That means 50 different times they were like, this guy's going to win. No, let's change it. Like Vince McMahon has lost his fucking mind. This is what happens when they fire a whole bunch of people and don't have a freaking They had people backstage, literally. Like Caitlin, they had Kurt Angle was backstage at the Rumble. Really? You know, all of these names, and you put fucking Bad Bunny in the match. You put Correct. Johnny Knoxville in the match. Should have been David. Arcane. You put Shane McMahon in the match, but Jinder Mahal wasn't in the match. Fucking Veer wasn't in the match. You had Braun Breaker. You had Braun Breaker. Yeah, Cesaro. Yeah, where where were the where were the talented guys at? Backstage and catering. Mm. That's a shame. Yeah, that is a shame. You're gonna yeah. throw in your fourth string quarterback, your fifth string quarterback, and the water boy. Rob Breaker should have been one of the entrants in a fucking know. match. Yeah. Then you had all these women that you Carmella had slated, Hayes. like like Caitlin was there. You know, you had um, you know um. Julian Hall, yeah, yeah, like all these, all these key players back from the Attitude Era, and all these people you do nostalgia acts you want to bring back because you fired everybody. Uh, because people Hall, like yeah. Inspiration turned you down because you fired them, and then you're gonna ask them to please come back and work for you. Give me a no. fucking break. Well, they're like, man, no, I'm good. No, no, no I'm good. I, I ain't trying you did to do that. Was, we're not coming back. Sorry, you so, had a chance. So you, you have the. This is the worst Rumble. In the last 10 years. So let me tell you why I, I think the Rumble was so bad. And for me, for me personally, it's because you have a Brock Lesnar and a Ronda Rousey who come in at number 28 and number 30 and win. Now, I could see if Ronda Rousey came in at number one and, and took and, and won the Rumble. 
okay, fine. Right. But she comes in, she does her lame-ass arm drags and her lame-ass punches and her her lame-ass, fake-ass judo shit that looks like um, Steven Seagal taught her what she was doing. And she and they keep on calling her the baddest woman on the planet. And she acts like and and Charlotte Flair is standing there staring at her like, oh, I'm so scared. Oh, she's gonna come after me next. Dude, come on. I mean, come on. It's fucking Revenge of the Part Timers part two. And then Brock comes in. <laughs> Brock comes in at number at number 30. 30. 30. And they're like, oh, he just had a hell of a match with Roman with with, with Bobby hours Lash. ago. <laughs> but he just but he's coming in at number 30. It, it's not hey, it's not like the last time where he came in first and he stayed around until number 13. Right. You know, he comes into number 30 and then he ends up staring down Drew McIntyre. <clears throat> and then Drew misses a claymore kick and he just picks him up and throws him out. And it's like, guys, come on. I mean. I know that Brock is this huge attraction that people love to see, and he's <clears throat> pretty much a, a tweener at this point because he's he's not quite the baby face, but he's not a heel. He doesn't care. You know, we can, we can't give Lashley the clean win over him because we don't want to, you know, t- take our our big monster down a, no- a notch because we can only have one true monster. But you have this dude now out here just floating around as a spoiler, and like I said, what do he say? He's an agent of chaos. He's a spoiler. That's all he is. Just out there floating around as a spoiler. Ronda Rousey. There's there who 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 is she bringing in? What I, why does Fox want her? She's not when is the last time that she participated in an MMA fight and won? She's not drawing <laughs> she's not drawing eyes like that. She's not drawing in fans like that. No way. She's no she's lying. a I'm not going to say that she's a has been. But it's it, her time is passed. That notoriety is gone. This is not, I mean, she she's not a wrestler. She's not a WWE superstar. When she was brought in, she was brought in on her notoriety for what she did in the MMA cage. Yep. Now that day is passed. And then she was like, oh, I want to go have a family. Okay, you can go home and have a family. And now you come back and you've done nothing of note since. You're not that big of a threat. And so why should I even believe that you're going to come in here and beat Charlotte, who, as much as I dislike Charlotte, at least she's working here full time. You know, as, so, as, much as, as much as I dislike Becky, Becky was working full time, went home, had a kid, and she came back full time again. Yeah, I was going to say just that same thing, like what you just said makes a lot of sense. I mean, you got girls, I'm sorry, you got women that have been here busting their fucking ass, trying to make this woman division mean something. You got the yeah. guys... The guys trying to, you know, the, the, the guys in charge here at, at, at WWE not giving a shit about the women. And what it no. is is like, you work so hard, so what do we do? We bring in a fucking part-timer. Not one, but two part-timers. Put them over in the Rumble. So they can draw more fans to watching the show. When realistically, no one cares. I mean, dude, this is like, honestly, and please, WWE, if you're listening, turn off your, turn off your speakers right now. <laughs> Cardi B said, "Hey, I want to wrestle. Let me get in the ring. I've been taking. She would be the lessons. fucking main event of WrestleMania. Mm. Yeah. 
And that's you remember we had Snooky. We had Snooky in there doing some handsprings. They talked about how she was a cheerleader. That's why she's so athletic. Okay, so Cardi B was a stripper allegedly, and that's why she's uh, so athletic and can <laughs> around the around too. And you go hide that. <clears throat> I mean, th- this is stuff that, again, these part timers. So you can draw, it, you're, and you're looking to draw eyes. And hey, maybe maybe you're just trying to say we're trying to be just so ludicrous that people have got to say this is just so ludicrous. I got to watch like it's the equivalent of a car crash. And this is why when The Rock left wrestling. And Vince was like, hey, do you want to come back for a Rumble? Or do you want to come back for a Mania? His, his agents were like, hey, dude, you need to leave wrestling alone. We're trying to get the stink of wrestling off of you because that wrestling shit is so stupid. And we're trying to get you to be considered as a serious actor. And it's right. because of shit like this. It's because of things like this where people go, oh, wrestling, that's that thing where people set tables on fire and you 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 lose lose leave hell matches and you're gone for like one week and then you come back and even though you got set on fire last night you got no burn marks on you and you're in exploding cars and you're racing scooters around a ring when you should be in a wrestling match yes it's 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 stuff like that and when you talk about wrestlers who are in the game who make a career of it you have Oscar sitting at home. You have Bailey sitting at home. I mean, you have so many women who built who built up the division sitting at home or going out early in the rumble. Now, can you make a story out of Zelina getting rid of uh, Sasha Banks early? Absolutely. Yeah, you can. Can you make a, you make a story out of Nikki Ash um, busting Molly's ass? Absolutely. But yes, they are. They're working every day. Not part-timers and not part-time. Dude, th- this this is a part-timer who came through. This is somebody at your job <clears throat> who came to work late and like ate the donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that you said ate the donuts. <laughs> you know, came in and was like, oh, look, donuts. Swipe motherfuckers up and was like, "Well, I got some kids at home. I bet they want some too," and just took them. You know, it's funny. Um, the other night after we watched the uh, Rumble, you you made this comment, and now it it really sticks in my craw. You know what I'm saying? It. <sighs> Here's the thing. <laughs> you said this is the, the, like like Shane McMahon, Bad Bunny. Um, what's this fucking guy? Johnny Knoxville, um, and Ronda Rousey all coming back in the Rumble. It's like having the work, the the barbecue at work, and those people called on their day off and decided to come get the free fucking barbecue. That's exactly what it was. And showing up with Tupperware, right? Right, <laughs> with nothing to fucking contribute. Just yo, I'm just gonna show up. And get I got free food. Plate. And my husband, he ain't had dinner yet. He ain't had dinner yet. My kids are hungry. Man. Man, whoa, whoa, I just seen some really horrible shit on, it, on Twitter right now. Yeah, this, I oh mean, I'm about to send that to y'all so y'all can see it because I saw it. And now if I see it, y'all got to see it too. Okay. And, 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 this is, and this is what really, <laughs> this is what really pissed everybody off about the Rumble because when you see Surprise Returns, was, was it great to see Molly Holly? Absolutely. Was it great yes, to it see was. Ivory doing the old right to censor gimmick? 
Absolutely. That was awesome. I popped hard for that. Is the reason why WWE's PG. When Molly got her ass there. beat, bro, that, that, that was like stuff that people want to see. Did it make sense for Nikki ASH to attack Molly? Yes, that was awesome. That made sense. I popped so that hard. Made for that made nothing but sense. And does it make sense for Queen Zelina to? To uh to to eliminate Sasha and like ride that shit like grind it in her face for the next for the next few weeks, yes, yes it does. And does it make sense for for Cameron to come back and for Sony Deville to attack her and toss her ass out? No, no, no. Beat her at ringside first, then toss her out, and then to have Naomi eliminate Sony Deville. I mean that all that stuff makes sense, but so, but, so but Revenge of the Patronics, does make sense. No, okay. So that what you're saying doesn't make sense, and I'll tell you this: the fact that the WWE had so many fucking stories they could have told. Like, granted, they did a little bit of telling of a story when they had back when they had um, um, Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey like kind of look at each other. Encircle each other and then attack other people because they're yep. the full horsewomen of MMA. Of MMA. MMA. So that made a little sense, but the Cameron and the only question was she in even, UFC or Bellator? She was in UFC. Okay, so so when you got Naomi and Cameron who haven't been together in like a fucking decade, you could have had them interacting in the, in, the, in the Rumble like they did with the with the the Bellas and and Alicia Fox. Yeah, Fox. you know. Fox, you know, they did that for like 30 seconds. I love Noam Dar. <laughs> that, that's Fox. all that's all you remember by, by but, but when you have them, when you have them like interact for like 30 seconds, that would have been great. There are so many stories they could have told, and the Rumble has always been one of those, those shows that told a story for each individual person that was there. Like, can you imagine having Shane McMahon come in and eliminate Austin Theory? That would oh, make a lot yes. more sense because Austin Theory, sense. Austin Theory is now shame is now Vince McMahon's go to like his son. Like so you have son. the prodigal yeah, son return really and get sense. rid of the guy that is the 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 golden child of Vince McMahon right now. That will be leading to a good match at WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? For the you know it could be a Vince on the pole match or Vince <laughs> Viagra match or wherever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? You think Vince about it, a like Bluetooth there, match. I'm there are matches that could have been made out of the Rumble. You know, you had RK Bro in the Rumble, and you had the tag team champions in the Rumble. In the Rumble. I said, I'm doing this stupid ass. Let's ride a scooter around the building for oh, shit. They could have had a match right there. As a matter of fact, where were the fucking Usos? Separate. Why did they have a match on the show? How come they weren't in the Rumble? Or the Viking Raiders? Or the Viking Raiders? Where the fuck were they at? Oh no, I'm sorry. They were in catering watching the show while Johnny Knoxville was doing shit. And why big why bad bunny was hitting fucking Canadian destroyers on people. <sighs> the only storyline they paid off in the rumble was the fact that Johnny Knoxville got his ass fucked up by everybody and eliminated by Sami Zayn. And, look, and Sami Zayn Sammy resigned. So Kevin Owens work. resigned. And look, they're both being made the fucking laughing stock of wrestling right now. And they're both Kevin such good wrestlers. Kevin Owens is begging someone to to give up their spot so he can be in the elimination chamber. Then he lost cleanly to Austin Theory. Which I believe there will be a rematch of that and Kevin Owens will be right back in, right back in there. No, huh. it, 
It, I'm I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. It's raw. They will do that. Raw. They're probably going to forget what happened this week. Next week. Yeah. So it's not going to happen. So I'm just. It, it irritates me, and we watch. We literally have watched seven hours seven. of WWE content this weekend. Seven hours. And we did it, ladies and gentlemen, so you don't have to. And yeah, guess what we real. just did? What? We just covered everything in Raw. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, oh. and we it's been 28 minutes. We've already covered a three-hour Oh, well, I guess that's it. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. Yep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, man, but what we can do while we're here. Talk we about cover, some BCW news? <clears throat> we can cover some other stuff. Yeah. I mean, this is the Monday Night Raw review. We will get into what we saw on Raw tonight. Oh, I don't, don't want to. The people who t- tuned in to the podcast tonight to listen to what happened on Raw, I'm going to give you your due because you guys deserve it. You, you sure guys, do. You guys listen to us every week. So here's look. Let's let's do this, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and do some shameless plugs real quick. Shameless oh. plugs? Are you not entertained, fella? You can donate to bodyslam.net to help keep the website going bro. so we can continue bro. Bro. to bring you a wide and entertaining variety of pro wrestling and MMA content simply by going to www.slamchats.com where the meats get slapped Shane's going to talk about his OnlyFans page. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be right back. Get your hair cut, you go get your hair cut right. You head down to Big D's Barbershop. Big D's Barbershop, Vancouver, Washington's best and brightest. 1019 Main Street, Vancouver, Washington, where you can go get your hair lined up, cuts, fades, shampoos, conditions, and all the great things that go with supporting a local barbershop in a local business area. You can also reach them online at www.bigdsbarbershop.com. Go get your haircut right. These are more than just the sounds of a safe place to go after school. These are the sounds of interest being ignited and of mentors making an impact. At Boys and Girls Clubs, we don't do just one thing. We do whatever it takes to meet the needs of every kid who comes through those doors. Because whatever it takes is what it takes to build great futures. 
Great futures start here. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, because great futures do start the Boys and Girls Club. They sure do. Man, oh, man. Oh, man. So, so let's break it down. Let's start from match number one, segment number one, and just break it down and talk about this Monday Night Raw. Oh, man. So you'll start with match number one or segment number one? Let's start with segment number one. Let's let, let's get the fans in here to, to, to know what, what's going on. So segment number one, uh, Bobby Lashley came out to celebrate being your new uh, WWE champion. And as expected, he was uh, he was taunting Brock Lesnar with the, yeah, Bobby who? Yeah, Bobby who? Yeah, Bobby Lashley. And, uh, of course, he was interrupted by the beast Brock Lesnar. And Brock was like, you know, how can you, you – how could you even say that you won? How can you call yourself a champion? Because you know that, you know, if it wasn't for Roman, you know, you would have lost. And so, uh, you know, Bobby's, uh, you know, still champion. He still took a powder from the ring. Um, but beat the Lesnar did declare that he is going to uh, be in the Elimination Chamber when Bobby defends his WWE Championship in the Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia. And he says he's going to take it from him. Because he said he didn't get beat by Bobby Lashley. So the whole no automatic rematches in the WWE obviously doesn't matter to the WWE because Bobby's going to get it. You know, Brock's going to rematch anyway. Well, it's not an automatic rematch because he's in there with like did he have to qualify for the Elimination Chamber? No, he did not. Sounds like automatic rematch to me. Well, I mean, neither did uh, Seth Rollins. Neither did Seth. Exactly. Sounds like automatic rematch to me. So, but what about- um, the, next, the next segment was actually more interesting than this. Okay. Really? Do tell. The next segment was Rhea Ripley versus Nikki A.S.H. And they showed the whole thing with, you know, Nikki attacking Molly Holly, or Mighty Molly, and um, them talking about Rhea Ripley getting her, uh, getting her finally, getting her hands finally on Nikki A.S.H. getting some payback. Yep. And um, as you'd expect, um, Rhea Ripley started off this match really strong, just talking, tossing Nikki around, picking her up, throwing her, um, slamming her around, but then you know, um, Nikki ASH found that like crazy little person strength, you know, doing the low bridge attacks, yeah, kicking the knees, you know, kicking in the head, kicking the back, trapped her in the ring apron for the commercial break. Um, when we came, <laughs> when we came back, um, she was like stomping her in the corner, um, and <coughs> hit a tornado DDT, which was which was pretty good. Um, there was no way she kept it. She could have kept it up. Um, I personally was expecting for Mighty Molly to come out and cost her the match, but that didn't happen. That would have made a lot of sense, wouldn't it? It would. Yeah. It would have uh, built a story around that one. Uh, I was even expecting um, um, little Mrs. Bray Wyatt to come out and attack her. Uh, what's, <laughs> what's, old, what's old girl's name? Alexa, Alexa Bliss. Bliss. No, uh, the chick with the dreads who looked like a little oh, Sa- oh, you're talking about Sarah Logan? Sarah Logan, yeah, Sarah Logan, yeah. Sarah Logan didn't come out, so Liz Morgan didn't come out either. Like, where where was that? They don't just a what that thing, yeah. 
And so then um, Rhea Ripley hit um, some really good headbutts. I, I do not, I keep on forgetting because she's like, I guess when you're Australian or from any country that has like really strong soccer roots, um, headbutts are going to be part of your repertoire. Um, and then she hit her with the uh, pump handle slam, or which calls the riptide. The riptide. And that's what got her the one, two, three. Yep. So I mean, just a very clean, definitive match. Um, it was it was a good women's match, and you know, like I said, they were like, "All right, we got to drop the ball with the rumble, so we got to do something decent here." So nothing screwy, nothing uh, gratuitous. Um, Storyline followed along. This most likely will be a blow off match. We'll I mean we'll find out soon enough, but uh, clean pinfall and Rhea, Rhea Ripley wins. Um, kind of like a secondhand reward for um, screwing her for the rumble, but you know. But here's the thing: like now that Rhea Ripley has got the win, there's no story. There's no reason why they need corner. to keep feuding. It's Correct. over. It but was now a definitive is, win. But this will be a reason to toss her into the women's elimination match, elimination chamber match. Is there going to be a if they have one? There yeah. might not be a women's elimination chamber match. I mean, hell, they don't have enough women to do it. They've got six women. Yeah, I was going to say. Six women that actually can, can compete in a match like that? Yes. I don't know, man. I, I think you're giving the WWE way too much credit. <laughs> now, the only the only kind of wrinkle in that plan is, um, will they allow six women <laughs> in the Elimination Chamber in Saudi? That's oh, okay. Well, so, it's, it's so the, chamber, so the yeah, Saudi yeah. thing, it sounds like they're allowing, like, like the Saudi prince is allowing these women to finally come and compete in the WWE in Saudi Arabia. Last, the first time they did it, they had them dressed in like burlap sacks. It was fucking ridiculous. Now they're actually letting them do, you know, they're come out in their own gear, but it's still tasteful gear. Yeah. So, yes. I mean, it can go 10,000 different ways. Right, you know, but the point is, will the WWE commit to actually doing something positive like this? Like, will they will they commit to actually having like this this uh, this huge show? And quite honestly, I think that's where Veer is going to make his return. All right, so let's put a pin in that. Um, so just remember, this is Elimination Chamber. It's going to be in Saudi. Let's talk about getting the most bang for your buck. Um, one thing is we know how cheap Vince McMahon is. You know, Vince don't like paying for shit that he don't want to pay for. Exactly. So, he's, so if he's flying all this shit like an elimination chamber, not just a ring, but the elimination chamber over to Saudi. A big fucking cage. He's like, I'm going to get as many people in there and get as much use out of this as possible. Well, so, they're going to have raw from they're going to have raw from from there, too. Yeah, so they're gonna do a raw match. They'll do the probably the the Bobby Lashley match. They may even do one for um, for for SmackDown or for the Universal Championship for maybe like for a number one contender for that. Yeah, um, and then they they should probably do a women's um, elimination chamber match also. Once again, you're you're asking for too much good shit to happen. And we all know well, that they usually, no good they usually shit put on pretty big. They usually put on pretty big good shows when they go overseas like that. 
Big deal. Yeah, I mean, those. Um, yeah, I will admit, the last Saudi show that we sat we sat and watched was way better than freaking WrestleMania. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, you never know. We can have we can have a top notch, um, a top notch show. I mean, I don't put it past them to do that. What I do put it past them to do is to actually have a tasteful build to these shows. Everything you saw tonight was a fluke. And you know it like I know it. Like you 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 know it. They're gonna totally shit the bed when it comes to this. So okay. So speaking of shit in the bed, um in past elimination chambers, the people who participated were usually all former champions. Correct. That is which true. is why I had the Miz listed as being in the elimination chamber. Is that why you thought that uh oh, no, I totally understood why you did. So so earlier earlier on in the day when they announced that Bobby Lashley was, was going to defend the title in the elimination chamber, I started making a list of who could possibly be, be in it. And mm-hmm. I put it on my Facebook page. And seeing as how um I didn't put Brock because I thought Brock was just going to come out and challenge Roman for WrestleMania. But um, I put Kevin Owens, Miz, Finn Balor. Wait a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just slow down for a second. The person who wins the Rumble gets an automatic main event at WrestleMania. Correct. Yeah. So why is Brock even in the fucking Elimination Chamber? Because he wants to make a title for titles. Because he wants to fight Bobby. Because Bobby didn't really win. It was okay. Roman that uh, caused yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. So originally, what I had what I had listed is that, um, in the elimination chamber, I said, okay, how about Kevin Owens, Edge, Miz, Finn Balor, and AJ Styles, all former champions. What? Yeah. Instead, we're getting Austin Theory, not a champion. Seth Rollins, former champion, Matt Riddle, not a champion, and AJ Styles. So, I mean, like two of these guys don't belong. And that, that would be Austin Theory and Matt Riddle. <laughs> two. <laughs> um, I could see Seth Rollins why he's in there, although he doesn't belong in this mix, but I can see why he's in there. AJ Styles, I can see why he's in there. Which brings me to <laughs> why the Miz was fighting Dominic on Raw. Good question. Um, so that was for a a spot in the rumble. I mean in, in the in the elimination chamber that Dominic if Dominic would have won, would Dominic actually been in the elimination chamber? That would have made no fucking sense whatsoever. <laughs> no, I can't well, see Dominic know, he, in that match. You come on. If Dominic was in the elimination chamber, you know he would go in. I don't know. Man. Been WWE trying to surprise people now. They're like, hey, let's throw shit against the wall, hope it sticks. Wait, that's their that's their usual booking style. What am I talking about? Uh, yeah. Um, Hold up. But why up. why why would they use guys like that when they could have Finn Balor, who's a former Universal Champion? Could you One see day. Dominic winning the Elimination Chamber and walking out as WWE Champion? Wow. I can see that. Like I can see Shane bench pressing six hundred pounds with one hand. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about something where he would have to. Turn hell of a heel to like like his dad would have to be totally pissed. He would have to 
he'd have to like sneak a Glock into the ring, <laughs> shoot a couple people, <laughs> you know. Glock dominated Ray would have to be just, or, or, or either that or he and Ray just had a plan to, to, to take Dominic to the moon. But yeah, anyway, so why, why was Miz wrestling Dominic? For a filler match. Who knows? <laughs> okay, so for a filler match. Yeah. I mean, so there, there was no reason for this match. No, there no, literally no, was whatsoever. no reason. Okay. Okay. It, right, it right. literally didn't make sense for that match to even be on that show. So anyway, um, Miz defeats Dominic with the Skull Crush finale, which he had coming. That that was that. I was just saying I don't know why they're wrestling in the first place. Um I don't know, man. It just it just drives me crazy. This whole this whole situation, this whole pay-per-view, this whole Monday Night Raw, this has been the this has been seven hours of the most wasted time in WWE. Every news, every every news outlet, every wrestling podcast has proclaimed this the worst rumble in the history of the rumble. Everyone. Nothing makes sense. And usually raw makes no sense. Raw makes no sense every week. But this is the worst. And it's because a 79-year-old man or 75, whatever how old Vincent Rand is, comes in every Monday, rips up the script that they've written and writes another I one. I don't get that. Like gets mad, that- rips it up again. He comes and does it and rips it up again. Here's the thing, though. This this Raw actually makes sense if you look at it from the sense of we have to make up for what happened in the Rumble. Right. And we kind of have to set things right to really get back to WrestleMania. So, yeah, we've we've got, you know, (coughs) Rock going after Roman. Um, We've got nothing going on with the the WWE Championship. Uh, Yeah, we got Ronda Rousey doing her thing. But we've got these other things that we got to clean up. So, so for example, who was not on Raw tonight? Well, let's see. None of the women that were in the Rumble were on, the, on Raw tonight. Yeah, it um, wasn't. Let's see. The Street Profits. Randy Orton wasn't. Randy Orton was was very conspicuous by his absence. Yeah, Randy Orton was on Raw tonight. Where was the, where was the U.S. title? Where, where? Oh yeah, where is Damian Priest? Okay. Where is that? Oh, no, no U.S. title, no Damian Priest. No. Nope. Um, where were the and so the Raw Tag Team Champions were there, but they weren't defending them. No, exactly. They're doing some fucking scooter race. Scooter bullshit. So okay, so so out of three out of three Raw Championships, we saw we saw one on the show. One. To, and the tag team champions were there, but weren't doing shit about the tag team championships. And the United States champion was not there. No open challenge, none of that shit. So there was once again, we're, we're, we're on the road to WrestleMania. What are we doing with the U.S. title? So you've got to figure out what to do about the U.S. title. So you've got to do something with that at Elimination Chamber, hopefully. You gotta do something about the Intercontinental title, and yeah. And, and if I remember correctly, Sami Zayn ain't going to Saudi. Nope, he won't go to Saudi. He won't go to Saudi. Okay. So that's not gonna happen there. Um. So we're so we're back to, okay, guys. Uh, we're we're trying to we're trying to book our way to Saudi right now. So let's get let's 
let's just book our way to Elimination Chamber and, well, we can at least get some decent matches out of this because we, we kind of have to. So then we get Kevin Owens versus Austin Theory. Good match. Um, we get <coughs> Angelo Dawkins versus Dolph Ziggler, which is actually a good match, and Dawkins wins. Dolph Ziggler should have won that. Dawkins broke the mold. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, he broke the mold, and I'm going to explain to you why. No one wins in their hometown. Correct. Angelo Dawkins won in his hometown tonight. Did he went off the script by doing that, or? I, I don't know, no. but he, he won in his hometown tonight. Oh, my God. Shocking. And he actually looked pretty decent out there. And, and here's the other thing. Everybody has in their mind that when the Street Profits eventually break up, Angelo Dawkins is going to get left in the dust, and he's going to be probably chasing the 24-7 title. Well, Montez Ford is going to be the star. <laughs> yeah. But in this match, maybe because it was his hometown, I don't know. But he had a good match with Dolph Ziggler, and he actually got the win, which is yes, he did surprising, really surprising. I mean, so that that was a that, that was a little oh, little, I get I get what Babylon meant by he broke the bowl. That was part of Dolph Ziggler's uh, theme song. I just now got that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we, we we got a. We got a promo from Veer. He says a little bit more. He said he's, I've been patient like a lion. Like a lion. He, he think he spotted his prey and he's going to strike I him. love the Veer promo. That was the oh, highlight of the night for me besides yes, Mysterio and AJ. Hopefully, hopefully Veer is coming for Damian Priest. Can you open, imagine? Open U.S. Challenge at the Nation Chamber. Listen, the United States champion defends the United States championship. In Saudi Arabia. Yep. And, and Veer Mahan it's wins Veer. the championship. On Raw. On Raw. He better have on a Raw, lot of pyro. Yes. Veer finally came to Raw and won the championship first match. Veer better have a massive pyro like Cody Rhodes does on AEW. Dude, and get a pop. Here's the thing. I, I think he'd get a pop anywhere. Like Mansoor. But he yeah. huge pop. I mean, Mansoor hey, where was Mansoor during the Rumble? Mansoor, shit, Mansoor won. Did he win the greatest Royal Rumble, Rumble ever? Was he not in the Rumble? I guess no. he was. No, he wasn't. He didn't. He didn't. He no, won no. a Rumble in general. Shane McMahon he, he, won the Best in the World title. Braun Strowman won the greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah. Okay. I know Mansoor won a rumble in in John Chuck. He, remember he had like the, the under like no, the most because longest the first under- one the first one they had is when he debuted and that was just for like showing the here's these guys. And he then won, another he won, one um, he, he he was like the most like undefeated guy. He's the Undertaker in all- Saudi, undefeated streak. Yeah, he had an undefeated streak for like <laughs> god damn. <laughs> The Undertaker of Saudi. Wow. Oh, he man. had a better match in Saudi than Undertaker did, that's for sure. Yeah. Woo, man. man. So let me ask you guys something while while we're on, on the on the whole WWE championship thing. What do you guys think about how what, what do you guys think about what's gonna happen on Thursday? <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> on Thursday, when when Roman Reigns comes out with Paul Heyman. Give me Friday. Friday. I'm sorry. I won't be here Friday, ladies and gentlemen. You guys are on your own. 
I will be flying oh, to Southern man. California. We need we need Adam. We're get off the plane. Julian's gonna meet me at the airport. We're gonna throw some tall ones back. We're gonna laugh about fucking SmackDown because neither one of us is probably gonna watch it. And I'm not invited. Wow. I'm gonna catch I'm gonna catch the five o'clock show, the early show. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um so that should be as much as I hate how the match kind of devalued Bobby's win, it mm-hmm. pushed this it pushed the storyline forward. And um it, it brings Paul Heyman back into the fold, back into the good graces of the family. Um, you know, the wise man, he was doing all this shit. You know, he's he's back, you know, under the umbrella of the what are you doing? and all that. So he's back under the table of the tribal chief. Yeah, he's, he's back, he's back you see this freaking this reminds me of a freaking twilight. How Bell is Paul Heyman. Okay, so for all the people who have balls on the show, no one understood what you're talking about. I mean, I I, I don't watch the movie. I'm just saying. You watched all the movies. You watched all the movies. No shiny vampires. You were like, hey, Batman, throw some glitter on me. I mean, uh, Robert Pattinson. No, the thing is, I I hate the movie Twilight. I've never seen it. All I heard, heard what went on. And this is literally what reminds me of Twilight is this. So it reminds you of Twilight, right something you've never seen? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Shane has been muted because Shane is a liar. Shane has watched every last movie. He sat at his house with popcorn, crying as Belle turned, oh, was her name Belle or Bella, whatever, turned on the other vampire dude for the werewolf guy. And yeah, Shane was like, no, please don't do that. Please don't do it. Please, my tribal chief, don't do it. Wasn't somebody like in love with somebody's baby or something? <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Shane knows. Shane, was someone in love with their baby? I, I'm. I'm not gonna answer. I'm not gonna answer anymore. Exactly, because you know, <laughs> you know, ladies and gentlemen, no, Shane. Because Shane I have friends. No, I have friends that watch me, and they tell me. I, mean, you I don't want Shane. Know that you do. Shit. You're right, yeah. Shane. You're right. You have friends. You have friends yeah. that watched it with you. We no, understand. I didn't even watch it with them. Oh my it's okay. god, Shane. It's okay. Sorry, dude. <laughs> I better not see a you hashtag. Made, you made your point, hashtag. Shane. You watched the movie with your friends. It's cool. Um, so let's get to Riddle versus Otis. What to do with that analogy? <laughs> he started it. I just shut I him know. down, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it just makes sense. I'm just saying Shane, what I think Shane. about this feud. It's okay, Shane. Yeah, sure. That's the only thing are I you, can think of. Are you team, are you team Edward or are you team um, I'm team freaking neither of them. That movie sucked ass. <laughs> hey, the guy who even played in the movie is gonna be a Batman, which I'm not even gonna watch because of that. That, that movie you dare. Don't you shut dare. your mouth. That movie better not. Shut your mouth. You better shut your mouth right now, you Shane. Watch that Batman movie. Look, look. Okay, Shane is muted again. God, Shane is muted again. Look, we are not gonna bash the Batman movie because Matt Reeves yeah, did it himself when he got. Right Matt Reeves did it himself when he fucking got that vampire dude to beat Batman. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, fuck you, Matt Reeves, if you're listening. Um, Matt Riddle versus Otis. Let's talk about that because, quite honestly, who would have thought myself? You could have muted yourself a long time ago. Who would have <laughs> thought that that uh, I don't understand how Sean Ross out mutes Denise Salcedo all the time? Literally, they use the same thing. She cannot mute herself. I don't understand why she doesn't do it. But that's another story for another day. 
Um, Riddle versus Otis. Okay. Why can you explain to me why Otis and Chad Gable had on scuba suits? Oh, yeah. Uh, track suit? So, so, no, so, Chad scuba Gable, suits. so Chad Gable, uh, when he signed up to do this uh, scooter race, uh, because, scuba. because he's a former Olympian, uh, he said that he had talked to some of his fellow Olympian speed skater friends. <laughs> he, put on, he put on this um, this low friction um, suit that's supposed to reduce drag, so he could scoot faster. They just made the tag team title, the tag team championships, the twenty four seven title. That's exactly what they just did. They made a comedy title. Just when you thought Chad Gable and Otis were going to be serious wrestlers, they're back to the fucking comedy nah. again. I mean, Otis was drinking like what, what was it? He said steak sauce. He was drinking steak sauce. Anyone steak and the sauce? gross part about it was <laughs> he handed him, he drank the steak sauce and he spit it back in the cup and handed it back to Otis. And Otis the old character was broken for that one part of the segment. Uh-huh. I will say this though Otis in the ring is giving me straight up Van Vader goosebumps right now. Mini Vader. And he fucking punched, he had him in the corner and he gave him a slap to the face in the corner. Corey Gray's down there busting nut. He was like, "Oh, those those haymakers!" And I was like, "Jeez, calm down, Corey." Oh my Gray. god, he hey smacked man. him pretty hard. When uh, when Otis hit that spinning back elbow, yes, wow, like goddamn, yes. How is that game? That dude not... just looks. He looks like a monster. I would prefer Otis being the fucking elimination chamber, dude. Can you imagine all that big meaty man slapping all that meat? Man, I would have loved that big meaty man slapping all day meat. Man, what? A, Why this, wasn't Biggie so in this? What, this is what I was saying in the chat. Oh, I wanted Otis in the elimination chamber because you want to talk about upping someone's game. There would have come a moment when his when his chamber opened, and you would have had Otis versus Brock. And if they would have gave oh, Otis man. half a chance, Otis no. Bobby there and slap meets with Brock, oh, or yeah. slap meets with Bobby, and just. Picking him up and use his wrestling background and be like throwing people around, man, it would have been beautiful. The WWE puts over the fact that Brock Lesnar was from UFC champion and that he is, you know, one of his collegiate wrestling titles and he's like a pure wrestler. And then you got Bobby Lashley, who has been like an army national wrestling champion, yep. who's yep. been in um, um, Bellator fighter, you know, like who's uh, who has this amazing amateur background and then MMA fighting, and then you put Otis in there, who's also a fucking amateur wrestler too. Let them fight. Yeah, just let them fight. That would have been such big meaty man slapping me all over their fucking you know and make them and put them in the last match of the night and have them tear the elimination chamber apart. I mean, like we're talking pods broken bust, and shit. Bust the doors open, break the chain, just. Just tear it up. Have them go out and see, and ladies and gentlemen, this is why we hear the Ooh. Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast live here on Biasum.net. This is why we can always have get rid of the fake you know plastic do? stuff. You know what I want to do? Since we're not, since I'm not going to be able to do the the Friday review with you guys, how about we just do a how we would book the Elimination Chamber show? Sounds good to me. Like, think about that. How we would book them, ladies and gentlemen. I guarantee you, the three minds on this show, we will fucking book a hell of an elimination chamber show because it will be full of violence and warfare. I I fucking choose violence. 
I wake up in the morning the and I see, oh, there's peace over here. There's violence. Come here, violence. Boom. Choose that shit. Violence, warfare, and destruction. Man. Exactly what an elimination chamber should be. Veer will be definitely you be get, a part you, of the you, you would get your money's worth. Man. Everybody get their money's worth. Yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you right now. We're probably going to end up doing that. And I will be glad to air that fucking show for you people. Yeah. You deserve the best, ladies and gentlemen. And with that being said, I'm going to go to a quick commercial break and then we'll be right back with more of the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast. Drive me insane! All these rules are lame! I've been taking all the fun out! Drive! Drive! Drive me insane! All these rules are lame! I've been taking all the fun out! Drive! Drive! Drive me insane! All these rules get your hair cut you go get your hair cut right you head down to big d's barbershop big d's barbershop vancouver washington's best and brightest 1019 main street vancouver washington where you can go get your hair lined up cuts fades shampoos conditions and all the great things that go with supporting a local barbershop in a local business area you can also reach them online at www.bigdsbarbershop.com Go get your haircut right. These are more than just the sounds of a safe place to go after school. These are the sounds of interest being ignited and of mentors making an impact. At Boys and Girls Clubs, we don't do just one thing. We do whatever it takes to meet the needs of every kid who comes through those doors. Because whatever it takes is what it takes to build great futures. Great futures start here. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. And we're back. We're back. So, there was something I wanted to talk about before I went to commercial break with you guys. Let's talk about this. What? Bianca Belair versus yeah. the most beautiful woman in all of WWE. And Carmella. Corey Greg has mentioned every Monday, the most beautiful women in WWE Carmilla. So, I mean, the match was actually pretty lame. It was a lot of botches. And I mean a lot of botches. I mean a lot of botches. Um, Carmella just, I mean, I don't even want to talk to you. Julian, what did you think of the match? So, once again, um, the match showcases Bianca's athleticism and her strength. And Carmella does a lot of heel tactics and running and dodging and botching. Botching. It was yeah. a botch, guys. It was a botch. I didn't, even, I didn't even watch this match, so I didn't even know what was on. You didn't miss anything. Yeah. Okay. You did not. I'll put it you that way. You didn't miss anything. Look, <clears throat> um, I don't know if this was to get Carmella over um, some of her submission style because she was actually doing a lot of submission wrestling, which I was kind of shocked. Um, not saying that Is she's it her, not a like, submission finisher to Code of Silence? 
Yeah, but she didn't. It wasn't like that. It was something completely different. Now, don't get me wrong. I I, I think that she is amazing, you know, as a wrestler because she does have. I mean, she she's a damn good wrestler. I'll put you that way. Um, I just think that they put her in situations where it's not conducive to. Uh, this I mean, the chemistry between these two just isn't. Yeah, the you know, it, it, it was lackluster. It wasn't there, you know. Yeah, it doesn't match. I think this was really a way just to keep Bianca on TV. Um, to keep her in the forefront, um, you know, to keep interest on her so that when she says, Hey, I racked up another win, I deserve to get another shot at the woman at the at Becky's championship uh belt, that you know, she she has that claim. But I mean, that's about it. I mean, this this was another Miz versus Dominic match where it didn't really need to be there. It's not like because Carmella didn't eliminate Bianca, did she? No. No. Or vice versa. So no. there was no real reason for it. Uh, it was just kind of random, you know. Let's it was definitely fight. random. I don't know, man. Which brings us to the last match of the night. Yeah, last, last match of the night, ladies and gentlemen. Rey Mysterio versus AJ Styles, Elimination Chamber, qualifying match. Um, I gotta say, this match made up for the past two. Hours. Made up for the last. Yes, this match was worth waiting the yeah. fucking two hours and twenty five minutes to get to this match. They they always like they sometimes do that too, where you had a sometimes a really good opener, but have a lackluster rest of the card, but they have a solid good main, uh, main event. The, it was solid from I mean, from from jump. They shook hands. Yeah, and then they locked yeah. up and. Styles went for a front slam, locks him in a headlock, and dude, everything they did, even commentary was like, these guys aren't going to make a mistake. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, so first of all, two complimentary styles, Mm -hmm. um, two veteran wrestlers. Yeah. I don't know if this is the first time they've ever met. Uh, I think they also met in WCW before Vince uh, bought bought them out and everything. So it was like a while, like a while back. Well, that does, I mean, I mean, I meant the first time they. I meant the first time in the WWE. Yeah, uh, just I mean, two of the best in the business. I mean, you're you're typically not going to get a bad Ray match, even when he's fighting Great Kali, um, and, and you're not going to get a bad AJ match, even if he's fighting Omos. So I mean, I mean, here you go. Oh my God, AJ and Ray Mysterio versus Kali and Omos. <laughs> <laughs> Are they wow. gonna compliment? That would be wow. Are they gonna compliment on how has uh, almost had big beautiful eyes like Riddle did? <laughs> uh, oh my god! So, dude, again, well, let's talk about the good match. Let's not bring yeah. up Riddle. Let's uh, not bring up Riddle. Let's not bring up Omos because, <laughs> like, you totally bring down the the vibe of the the goodness of this show. Like, uh, the show went from a fucking ten to a zero just that quick. Yep. Yeah, man. So anyway, um, yeah. So I mean, oh man, AJ going for the calf crusher was sweet. Um, even as much as I hate the six one nine, I think it's one of the dumbest moves in wrestling. Um, I'm glad to see that you know AJ ducked out of it the first time, which was great. Um, and he even you know Ray Ray dipped out of the phenomenal forearm. Um. But the way the way that it ended, um, 
with uh, AJ going for the Styles Clash. I mean, that ended, that, that ended well, just great. Think about it like this, too. Like, the, the way it ended for the simple fact that Mysterio was on top. Yeah. Hits the 619. Um, goes for that. Uh, goes for that. That. Um, that. Uh, double knee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gets rolled up and Jimmy tries to go for another dive. Styles rolled through it, grabbed him, locked him in a, locked him in a Styles clash. Boom! His Styles clash. One, two, three. Clean finish. Like clean. It was so clean. Ocean there, was no, there was clean no, no, not. I don't no mean clean like that. I mean there was so much movement that everything was crisp. Everything was fluid. Everything was flawless. This was probably the best. Best pure wrestling match you've had on Raw in 2022. Yes. Yeah, it was it was I great. Agree. So AJ Styles wins, qualifies for the Elimination Chamber match, and then we get a video package showing the Royal Rumble again in Ronda oh Rousey. God. Now they saved her. They they let Brock come out right from the gate, but they saved Rousey to the end of the show. Okay. The um. She She's comes out boring. She comes out. And she talks about Rebecca. She talks about Charlotte. Like she's throwing, she's throwing uh, Becky's like government, like Becky said, you're out here just You're throwing my, out my government her. name. Yeah. Like, that was so funny. Becky is the Becky's funny. Becky Lynch coming out like <clears throat> if you saw the way Rhonda came out, she came out like a heel. Mm-hmm. Like she always has a stone pit bull like face. You know, she comes out and she's angry all the time. And you know. <laughs> Rhonda comes out. They keep on hyping baddest woman on the planet. She's not. She is not. I'm. I'm telling you. Any day of the week, I will buy Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler should have her gimmick. Yes. Shayna Baszler should be. Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler should have won the women's Royal Rumble. Come on. I mean, if if Ronda Rousey is winning like this, Shayna Baszler should have been winning like this. Look. The WWE dropped the ball with Shayna Baszler when they let her run and destroy everyone in the Elimination Chamber and match. Like she killed, she yep. killed everyone. Yep. Like, she showed, like, and that was the shortest women's yep. Elimination Chamber match ever. Like, as soon as yep. all the yeah. piles are open, it was over. Yep. Just you like know. that. So what did they do? Well, they just buried her with a little vampire gimmick. Then they teamed her up with Nia Jax. Nia Jax yep. and getting the tag team belts, which didn't mean shit until, you know, well, here's the thing. The tag team belts meant something for a minute. When Becky and Tasha and Bailey had them, she, yeah. Even when she and Nia Jax had them, it for a minute. And then... I don't even think it was... Matter, I, don't, I don't even think it mattered when the Iconics had it. I mean, quite honestly, I love... The role them. models. The role models. I love but, the, uh, but the role models, they made that belt. They, they, they had all that. the women's gold. And that they made, made it worthwhile. I yes, was like did. so excited for that. Bailey, please come back soon. <laughs> yeah, but so. but even when when Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax were chasing after the, the women's tag belts, it was fantastic. They had her being the, the monster mm-hmm. that she was supposed to be, and then, yeah, I'm and then, uh, they stopped. We oh, we can't book her that hard. We can't we can't have her. Being that strong, we can't have her, you know, being that over. And and I don't, I do not understand why. I mean, people should be scared of her for a reason. And then, and then, the later right on you have, right. and then later on, you have um, Sonya Deville bringing her out as a spoiler. I'm gonna have you face Shayna Baszler, and it's like, yeah, but who cares? I mean, 
she's not she's not going to do nothing. I mean, she, she's not going to beat the next ten people she faces. You're not going to let her dominate people. You're not going to let her. You're not going to put a belt on her. You're not going to let her become women's champion. No, she should have been there stretching the hell because you know why but... she's one of uh Triple H's signings, and they don't want to push any of Triple H's uh, guys wow. or women uh, on of any of the champions. Wow, which is That's sad. Too bad. And so yeah. now, and now Ronda Rousey is in the spot that Shayna Baszler should have, and or anybody should have, but in, in particular that should be Shayna Baszler's gimmick. And Ronda's just, dude, she's boring. She's she was she was that attraction at one time, but that's gone. It's it's over with. Yeah. Well, quite honestly, if you think about it, <clears throat> the way they built up this whole thing with Charlotte with Charlotte and then, you know, um Charlotte being the last one with, with Ronda Rousey, Ronda tossing over the top rope and all this other cool shit. You know that they're gonna put the title on Ronda. You're gonna get that WrestleMania match. Champion versus champion, top versus title. The one that they should have had. The one that everybody wanted. No one wanted Charlotte to, to politic away into that match. No. Right. It's just staying a one on one match. That's why she came out, she did what she did. She challenged she she didn't challenge Becky. But right. she is and she is antagonizing Becky. You know, she's being the antagonist and she's like, You're gonna fight me, whether you like it or not, but I wanna fight this person. And then Becky came out and was like, Oh, you wanna fight a preliminary guy person before you fight the main event. You know, so they both buried Charlotte. Correct. Yes, they did. So I can I can imagine what's gonna happen. She's gonna go on SmackDown, she's gonna challenge Charlotte for the championship at WrestleMania night one. See now, this is what I have a problem with. Why? When when you Fox gonna have like the the big names on there? They already have Roman. USA really needs the one that needs the star power. I think it's too late for USA, man. Uh, the the flagship show they paid their money. Um, you know, they didn't write into their contract that that, that they get the the best. Yeah, it's too late for that. The best, the best. Yeah. Titles, it just, so. that's, just, that's the one thing that bothers me. So that's why Fox gets Roman. That's why Fox gets. That's why Fox had Brock for a while. That's why Brock came in and squashed Kofi. And that's um, why SmackDown gets all the ratings while Raw is just is under the correct. one million mark. <laughs> correct. Yeah. Well, think about it. For the first time under, remember ten years ago, Raw was doing like ten million views. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, ten years ago. You know, so I mean, look at it now. Like, it's not because wrestling is stale. No, wrestling is right now. Wrestling is hot. It is the hottest right. it's ever been. GCW doing good. All that. I mean, it is what it is, man. It I mean, I should have watched that GCW event. I heard it was good. <laughs> yeah, it was. So with that being said, we got Becky. We got we got Becky still in the ring after she's getting snapmared by Becky by Ronda Rousey, who says. She'll make her decision on Friday. Yeah, out of nowhere, with the most dangerous arm drag in the world. Now, out of nowhere, Lita comes, and Lita Don't challenges mess up her. Your rules, man. Lita challenger challenges her for the the SmackDown I mean, the Raw Championship at in Saudi. Now, 
Can I ask Does you guys Lena this? has tattoos? Hold on. Can I, can I ask you guys this? Yeah. Why work a program before the Rumble with Lita and Charlotte just to have Lita come on Raw and challenge Becky? It's what they do. Why not Charlotte? You you built this program over three weeks with Charlotte for no payoff. They didn't even no payoff. Because remember, they think their fans are stupid. Because Lita's a raw chick and Charlotte's a SmackDown chick. So let's keep Lita on Raw. She should, it should be Bailey. I don't get it. I'm just. But Shane, because because Zelina, here we go. Because Zelina eliminated Sasha, you get a feud between Sasha and Zelina, which could lead to the return of Bailey, and you could have the role models challenging for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. I will be okay with that. I will be okay with that. I will be okay with that. Yes. I can actually see them doing that. Would they do it? Probably not. And that would actually make sense. Yeah. Oh, my God. But the fact that that makes sense means that it may not happen. So We're thinking too much. Yeah, we are thinking too much. Was that that all of Raw? That was all of Raw. That was all of Raw. Do do we have like any BCW announcements at all, or any BCW news? February thirteenth. February thirteenth. My where, bloody Valentine. My bloody Valentine, where TJP takes on takes on the most exciting BCW World Heavyweight Champion. Just exciting. We've seen the and most exciting roll up. Who knows? That's what me and Julian are waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, now that JB Moonshine took his uh, his L, where does that leave him? I don't know. We shall see. But ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, join us Wednesday night for our real wrestling, real AEW Dynamite, and we will for be reviewing that, that show and having oh. a great time. So with that being said, Julian, will you do me a solid? I think I will. You tell these amazing people who watch us every week where they can watch us. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to see Brock Lesnar and Otis and Bobby Lashley all the ring at the same time, same time, but maybe you don't want to see them, but you want to see the equivalent from a podcast standpoint of view, and you're in the Portland, Oregon area, on Mondays at 10 p.m., tune in to channel 22 Xfinity TV and channel 8002 Century Link TV. Get it in. On Tuesdays, you can tune in to channel 23 Xfinity TV and channel 8003 8003 Central Link TV at 9.30 p.m. Or on Wednesdays at 9.30, you can tune in to channel 11 on both Xfinity TV and Century Link TV. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, you're driving around your car and you're like, man, how can I listen to these cool-ass dudes? It's Google, Pandora, Spotify. Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, 
all the cool ass platforms because we are all everywhere. The all That's the bodies. Right. All the bodies. And if you want to check us out on Twitter, you can always go to the Roundtable Wrestling Podcast. You can go to bodysam.net. If you want to go to the website to get all your wrestling news and needs, go to www.bodyslam.net. That is www.bodyslam.net. And ladies and gentlemen, you know the rules. You know how to get down. Yes. You know what I'm talking about. And if you don't know, then you don't know. I'm going to help you out, ladies and gentlemen. We love it when you guys come here week after week and listen to the melodious sounds of our voices. We talk about professional wrestling every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday night. And you guys all hang out with us when we do these crazy watch-alongs. So, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> we salute you. Yes, we do. Thank you very much. And you can also donate to Bodyslam.net to help keep the website going so we can continue to bring you a wide and entertaining variety of pro wrestling and MMA content. You know where to go. Simply, you can go to www.slamchats.com. You become a slam tactic slammer. Drop it a bit. Here on bodyslam.net. You can go to www. Dot slam dot com. Venmo, Cash Yeah. All the support the boys and girls here at BuddySlam.net so we can keep coming to you every week. Live. Make the boys happy. Yeah. Sasha's excited back there. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here on the Roundtable Pros and Podcast live on Bioslam.net. Good night.